Hello everyone and welcome to Flawless, a music podcast. My name is Grant and I'm joined here with my two co-hosts, Liam. Hello everybody, welcome to Flawless. And George. Hello Team Music, I'm bringing it back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Holding on to dear life. Desperately with nails tent to hooks. Yeah. Each episode of Flawless, a host or a guest nominates an album that they think is flawless and we discuss how they discovered it, what they love about it and what makes it flawless for them. We've got a Facebook group. It's called Flawless Family and Friends. Friends and Family. And it's where you we discuss that, you all You say that things. the wrong way every single time. Well, <laughs> it's because like, everyone's I, my family. I gave name. you a written note. Yeah, I'm reading. Like... <laughs> I'm trying to read this and, and ad lib, and it's not easy, okay? Um, flawless Friends and Family, if cubed. Yeah. <laughs> it's where we discuss all things music that we love and that you love, and we post in there about upcoming episodes and albums that are nominated. You can find us find that in the link in the show notes below the end of the series, whatever. Well, the URL is ridiculous, so sure. just click on the link. Yeah, and of course we've got a Patreon, and it's it's um, where you can back us from as little as little as a dollar a month, and you get that early access to our episodes, access to our bonus episodes, and that warm, funny, fuzzy feeling inside that you're helping us spread the flawless love. It's capped. It's capped at a million people. Only a million people can join. Okay, Only and then that's for it. A handful of stragglers left. So yes, not much left. Can. Not much no. space left. You can find that find that at patreon.com forward slash flawless amp. Now, although I'm speaking tonight, today, wherever you're listening, whatever time, it's not my album. We've got a guest. Yay! Which you'll know from clicking on the episode. Yeah. Hi. It's written in the title. Damn it. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, thank you for having me on. My name is Josie. Uh, by day, I'm a victimologist researching very depressing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by night, wow. I'm a podcaster, uh, shamefully. Uh, <laughs> I have two because I can't shut the fuck up. One's not enough. <laughs> <laughs> One's not enough. Sure. Uh, I've got a hill to die on where me and a friend ask a question, give an uneducated hot take on it, go away actually read up on it and reconvene to decide whether our hot take hill was worth dying on. And my other podcast is called Australian Gothic, where we explore different parts of Australian culture and talk about the uh, looming specter of colonialism and violence behind it. Um, But today I'm talking about the album Julia with Blue Jeans On by Moonface. There we go. Just throwing it out there. No introduction required. Yeah. (laughs) So, before we get to it, uh, where can people find out about your podcast? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, if you just search A Hill to Die On and Australian Gothic, wherever you find your podcasts, or you can follow me on Twitter at at JSSPCR1. Sweet. Thank you. And welcome. (laughs) So, thank you for sharing the album. Moonface. 
How did you find out about Moonface? Oh, well, yes. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> ready to launch into let's it. Go, let's go. Let's uh, go. So, Moonface is sort of the, I guess, alias moniker um, of Spencer Krug, who is also in the band Sunset Rubdown and Wolf Parade. And uh, my husband introduced me to Sunset Rubdown on a drive up the Sunshine Coast on Christmas Day um, and it's one of my happiest memories um, and yeah and then I Spotify radio yeah. um, hey, here's another nice. plug for for, um, for, yeah. uh, for for Sunset Rubdown introduced me to Moonface and I was like wow this sounds familiar same dude mm. um, <laughs> and yeah so that sort of chugging along for a while and then this particular album, Julia with Blue Jeans On, um, I was heavily pregnant and had perinatal depression and was living with my now husband um, in a, an apartment. And then this beautifully depressing song was released. Um, Everyone is Noah, Everyone is the Ark mm-hmm. uh, was released. I believe description yeah yeah and uh i think he maybe released that before the rest of the album i can't recall it was at least Mm -hmm. the first one i heard and it was i'm i'm very much someone when they're depressed i like to ham it up and wallow in self-pity and um but then yeah yeah i just want to feel it all yeah let's drag it out but then a few years later, I was in a bit of a better place and I listened to the album from start to finish and it's actually just a really beautiful album on its own. So mm-hmm. that's why I've nominated cool. it. Nice. So did you hear it when it came out? Was that was 2013? Was that when you were listening yes, to it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, I've listened to it in full many times, but it's definitely one that I can maybe slam it out a few times in a few days. I'll just like listen to it on repeat and then I'll put it down. For like maybe a year and just let it rest because mm-hmm. it's very emotionally draining for me right Fair. Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Moonface has released released seven albums in an eight-year period from 2010 <laughs> to 2018 some might say prolific some might say prolific i'll we'll come back to the prolificness because it's more than that even <laughs> um do you how does this album have you listened to the other ones how does it rate to the other album uh, that he's put out just under the Moonface moniker so i had listened to this one i'm very bad with names is a song called fast peter i think it might have been on the one prior to this um i haven't listened to anything since okay yeah so <laughs> not tempted it's like it's like a flawless album for you but you're not tempted to go back and listen to some of the other stuff as well i so this is something that i th- think contributes to why i think this is a flawless album but i have like a lot of trouble like like auditory processing stuff is really tricky for me Mm -hmm. um and so if i find something that's like simple and easy for me to listen to for my brain i kind of just cling to that and it it takes a lot out of it takes a lot out of me to listen to um new albums and take them on yeah Um, yeah okay that's cool because yeah george nominated muse's first album and they put out seven albums since then and george hasn't heard <laughs> one of them is like nope no. I, I've, got my, got. I've got my flawless album I'm done yeah yeah, yeah. and it really upset Liam because really... Muse is one of his favorite yeah. albums <laughs> but yeah actually I probably should listen to more of it because it would make sense that if I like his other stuff then you know I should keep going with it but yeah there you go cool ask the question come on 
I thought no, you were going to ask the question. You're, you're hosting. <sighs> okay. All right. I'll ask the question. That's right. It's a good, good, good point. George. Had I heard. Had you heard. Uh, I'd not heard Moonface. I had heard Wolf Parade. Okay. Um, I heard Wolf Parade, and um, uh, this this album was released on Paperbag Records, which has a bunch of bands that I love, like Broken Social Scene, Tokyo Police Club, The Lures, Tim Hecker, and Born Ruffians. So, um, in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I've not heard Moon Face. So it's distributed by Paperbag in Canada and then Jag Jaguar in the US. Yes, and cool Jag Jaguar did Lady yeah, Hawk, cool. Dinosaur Junior and Bon Iver. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. Um, same same yeah. bird as George. I hadn't heard of Moonface and then I looked up the Wikipedia and she was like Spencer Kruger and I was like, oh, that name's kind of familiar and clicked in and I was like, yeah, I know Wolf Parade, know mm-hmm. them quite well, got a couple of albums of theirs, really good. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, and then so he's the keys player and vocalist in Wolf Parade. Mm-hmm. So it makes perfect sense for him to do like a solo, mm-hmm. this kind of solo project for yeah. him. So, yeah. But, um, yeah. Grant. Yes, Lee. Had you heard of Moonface before it was dropped in the chat? Oh, I had heard of none of any <laughs> of those. And I haven't researched that far back to know what no. you guys are talking <laughs> about. So, no, absolutely blind coming into this okay. one. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we talked We talked about him. We are saying he was prolific as Moonface. Yeah. Uh, in the period from 2003 to 2014, Krug released 22 studio albums out, across six different bands. <laughs> Has so, he thought about going on holiday? Yeah, maybe he's a break. Maybe <laughs> well, is, it, is, he, is it depressing as well? Like when we said, not because he's working too hard. No. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I hope not. Like, but geez, he's obviously got a lot of stuff right? to say. So he's obviously he's in. <laughs> yeah, sure. so he's in. He is Moonface. He's in Wolf Parade. He's in the other band that you mentioned. Sunset Rub Sunset Down. Sunset Rub Down. Yeah. He's got another band. Um, yeah, so this album, this is actually different to some of his other Moonface albums. Mm-hmm. And this is an interesting one because this is an album with only one instrument, yeah. which we don't cover very often. It's pretty rare mm-hmm. for us to have just got one person Two and one instrument. Is there? The, vo- the voice is... Okay, okay. If you include the voice as an instrument, Touché. yes, two instruments. But in terms of non-voice <laughs> physical instruments, it's just one man and one instrument, which is, yeah, it's pretty rare for us to cover. Yeah. Even when albums, because it's that like... That is true, huh? And even like, when you think about like often um, band members will do solo albums, mm-hmm. they won't be solo as in one instrument. They'll no. be, they'll, I've got other songwriting ideas, I go and work with some other people or... No. I do everything in the studio myself and then I get a touring band and do whatever. But this is a solo album in the purest sense yes. of the word. It is literally just one guy and just his piano, which is really cool. Which makes mm. touring really easy and cheap. Mm. <laughs> you'd, you'd think so, but the piano sound on this, and I'm no expert in any of this stuff, this doesn't sound like he's playing his on a keyboard. No, he's not. He is playing his on grand. like a full-on grand yeah. piano. 100%. So yeah, I think if he toured Moonface, he'd have to find venues that had proper pianos because I don't think he could walk up with to a band, uh, like a small Ordinary venue with a keyboard and he should come over here and play Princess Theatre do I, they have a grand piano? yeah I was there the other night well that's not relevant you didn't play it? That's, that's yeah I didn't see it but oh. that's, uh, <laughs> that's not really relevant to the band I was seeing so it doesn't really count I've <laughs> seen some videos and um, a few of him playing in a quite a small church um, which I imagine would have great acoustics as yeah. well. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, and yeah, just one guy and his, his piano. It's yeah. really beautiful. 
You just have to get along with yourself well if you're going on tour, huh? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you again. <laughs> <laughs> so he also said in an interview um, that this, and a few people mentioned that this album, Moonface in general, is a bit more direct lyrics than some of his other stuff. So I guess yeah. in Wolfbraid is a bit more different. Whereas this, he said, um, he was asked about it. He said, yeah, I think so. I'm trying to embrace it. It's actually more challenging to write that way and still have it impact emotionally and not just be boring. Do you know what I mean? It's a little more vulnerable and honest. It puts yourself out there in a more honest way, which is what artists should be doing anyway. Yeah. So definitely that al- this album is definitely him putting himself out there and all his different thoughts and emotions and stuff. It's Yeah, it's a big deal. And I think I read, I, I can't remember if it was his own words or just someone else's sort of take on it, but sort of they suggested that in his, like the album before the Moonface album before Julia with blue jeans on was definitely like a breakup album. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of like blame placed on the other party or other people. And this person, I, I do believe it was a journalist was like reflecting that this was sort of taking accountability of maybe his part to play mm-hmm. in the downfall of different relationships and stuff and stuff like that. And um, yeah, I could kind of see that and like just the different, uh, the different sound that this album has, you know, very, very vulnerable and raw mm. and, and just himself. And, uh, yeah, seems very contemplative in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is for sure. Yeah. yeah so, um, the Moonface album before this one, he's actually recorded with another band called Sinai. Okay. With yeah. Sinai, Heartbreaking. With Sinai, yeah. Bravery, um, yeah. Heartbreaking Bravery. And then the one after, so there was a City Record EP and then My yes. Best Human Face was with Sinai as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, he talked about, um, like, he talked about, like, because he was in Canada, he had his band Wolf Parade and I think things were actually going badly with them mm. at this age and they kind of decided not to do stuff anymore. And so he said... Um, he had to get out of Canada. So the things he wanted to get out of was, well, namely Sunset Rubdown, Wolf Parade, and then the relationship I was in, in that order. Oof. And then I wanted to start working with this band called Sinai. They were friends because they had a different band that came on tour with Wolf Parade and we all got along and they're good musicians. I asked them if they wanted to do a record and they said yes. And so I went there and recorded it. And then after a while, it seemed like maybe I should just move there. Plus there was a girl there. <laughs> so you throw all that stuff together and it was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just move to Helsinki. <laughs> of course. So I think the interview oh, yeah, I read yeah, was when do. he was in Helsinki at the time. So he lived in, I think, Vancouver for mm, like yeah. his whole life mm-hmm. and then he was just like i'm surrounded by people who know me and i want to get away and bands that i'm not you know enjoying being part of and it's so he just pissed off to helsinki to live for a little while it's such a white boy thing yeah, yeah. Is, isn't it <laughs> <laughs> i could have gone to india why you say that jobs and all the rest of those other guys go to india not musicians um, sure. <laughs> i don't know I, mean, I wouldn't know any other guys any bands that would go to helsinki mm. really Spencer Krug follows me on Twitter, so I really hope he doesn't oh, listen nice. to me doing the trash again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Nice work, Spencer. We tag him in the post, yeah. so, so, oh, he'll yeah. see, so he'll see it one yeah. way, one way oh, or another. Oh, well, you're buggered now. Talking yeah. about your white boy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's released on 29th of it October, is, 2013. I'm, yeah. I'm just honest. Yeah. It is. It is, yeah. <laughs> So he's got let's let's make him feel better. He's got beautiful vocals throughout this whole album. Yes. Oh, incredible. Like just so like open and forthright. But then this bombast that like it takes a real like expert to be able to find that line of between bombast. Like normally if you're big and powerful like mm-hmm. that, then it doesn't feel like you're connected to it intimately. But yeah. he's got that line of like you're still connected to everything he says, but then it's this huge, big, powerful, booming vocals and 
like I said, it's got to be an absolute grand piano. Like you, you cannot get this is not oh. a guy walking around on a keyboard. Or no way, just, <laughs> little keyboard. And you can see him banging away on the piano at certain times. And yes. just, yeah, you can you get that imagery straight away. Yeah. So because I've never heard Moon Base, and because Josie and I are in some similar circles, similar circles. Yeah. <laughs> um, didn't you mention it was some some of it was like the feminist the type yeah. circles? Yes. So I was expecting to like hear the Tigra. Or I was expecting to hear Salita Kinney or something like that when you nominated an album. And then um, I put this on, um, like, with my big girl pants on, ready for some (laughs) feminist punk rock. Um, And then I just went, piano! (laughs) I was like, what's she done? When, like, suddenly there was this beautiful piano playing and I was like what on earth like yeah. you completely curveballed me <laughs> yeah. like yeah it was like a, a genuine surprise um because I was like um thinking I've seen this some stompy girl music I can do that too yeah <laughs> yeah um but so I just but do you like, like you like a piano uh, no I fucking love piano yeah. Yeah. Um, like, but the yeah. first thing I wrote was so piano exclamation mark you surprised I was very surprised Taken aback, even. I was happily surprised, but like I was genuinely like thinking I just wrote piano exclamation mark (laughs) and wasn't expecting it. And then I did a little heart in my notes. So there you go. Um, So thanks for shocking me. But, in um, a good way. Yeah, in a in lovely a way. way. Yeah. Mm. Sorry that, uh, yeah, there's no feminist rage that you could... <laughs> no, it's fine. Like, no, it's the opposite. I'm sorry, there was no feminist rage. That could be the title of yeah. the, <laughs> the, sub- the subtitle of the podcast. Sorry, there's no feminist rage. Sorry, no feminist rage <laughs> yeah. in this no one. No feminist rage in this yeah. one, but, uh, you know... The, but George is not disappointed. Yeah. So. Not disappointed. Love pianos. Yeah. yeah. Massive, yeah. massive piano fan. And from my understanding, he has been, like... Been classically trained since a child. There's a vibe of that, yeah. definitely. Yeah, he started when he was sure, twelve. Man. Yeah, like, when he 12. gets on it, like yeah, because he, he was twelve. Twelve, yeah. He picks up the piano and the guitar, and they were his instruments. Right. Sweet. So, so yeah, is he back in in Canada now? Is, is I don't know where he lives now. I, this was just an interview. At he the follows time, you at the time so, of the yeah. Um, he could follow me from anywhere. haunting. <laughs> 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 but it doesn't say on his. Um, handle where he is at the moment oh, i have no clue yeah. <laughs> fair enough That's so yeah right. speaking of the album opening opening with that piano so barbarian it's got that frisky little melody at the start mm. mm-hmm. And you wait for a second, and then he starts playing obviously with his other hand down on the bass range. And but that's like the haunting melody playing yeah. down there, and then the fr- little frisky one over the top. And so cool! Everyone would have heard that at the start when I pop dropped it in. It's just so great. Mm. And the vocal line comes in, and <clears throat> there's a single note piano matching the vocal. Yes. Mm. So, like he sings la, he pl- he plays la. Um, on um, one hand on one hand but not on the, like but, he but was playing he's another still, tempo thing on the other hand yeah so he's still playing on the other hand so um yeah so it's just um but there's one thing i have to say um he says you're a babe sings you're a babe um a couple of times in it you're a babe <laughs> but the first time he does it he says uh, he says it in such a way that it reminded me of Labyrinth with the, <laughs> you remind me of the babe. Um, uh, and it was just, it made me giggle <laughs> because, um, and so I've had to write, you're a babe. But if you listen to it, the first time he says it, honestly, the way he drops down is yeah. just so Bowie. Nice. It was <laughs> awesome. 
So I had to write down this so I could I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to explain it properly. So he's playing one melody on the high end and singing to that melody and playing another melody on his low hand, and they're on a different tempo. Mm. So he sings to the tempo of his high hand because he's playing it at the same time, mm-hmm. and then when his vocal stops, the tempo of the top line slides back into the tempo of the of the bottom line. Mm-hmm. like just without like not like jarringly oh. like it's just mm. like nah he just stops and then suddenly both hands are playing at the same tempo again and then when, and the vocals drop and he goes into a piano solo for like yeah. two minutes mm. which is any time piano his vocals drop in this album it becomes a piano solo yeah <laughs> well there's a difference between yes. playing and, chords yeah. Yeah, yeah. and going twiddly 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 so he does twiddly like you yeah there's that jarring it could be jarring with the two two tempos coming back together but like he's just this master piano player and it just slides together so well absolutely but in everyone is know everyone is the art it starts with stabby piano yes. chords mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. stabby mm-hmm. Like, very stabby they are um, then drop out the piano for some of the vocals mm-hmm. before doing like this power lift and the vocals go all higher pitched and there's a crescendo of wailing. Mm-hmm. But then for the last 30 seconds, it's jazzy. Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> yes, so the, yeah. last, the last bit of the song is like jabbing at it and bellowing, I don't know if I can call this home. And mm. it's like this lift and it's like really, really intense. And it's like, I'm almost getting tears. And then it stops and it's like, yeah, there's a little piano jazzy flourish at the end. Jazzy flourish. I, yeah. just, I don't know, it's like his... I don't know, it's a little, I, in my mind, there's like skeletons with top hats and yeah. canes <laughs> just doing a little thing across the stage just yeah. to finish it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just, it was a nice little outro. Mm-hmm. So he mm-hmm. sings in that one. And everyone is Noah. And everyone is the earth. Everyone has to gather souls around them. To feel useful and loving and loved. Feeling cold out yeah. there. <laughs> I can only uh, I can only value myself based on the people around me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, just stunning lyrics all the way through. Mm-hmm. Josie, what are some of your favorite songs from the yeah. album? Um, so it's really hard. I have so many. Yeah. Um, but I think the title song, uh, Julia with blue jeans on mm-hmm, is my mm-hmm. favorite song. Um, I, that is one of the few songs that are in my rotation, my daily rotation. Um, so just some of the lyrics that I really like. And again, feeling called out and he says, which yeah. people know me yeah um and I, I mean this even in a nice way i'm someone who just again like i have a podcast called australian gothic which is about making people feel bad about anything <laughs> they love um so but i do just like that lyric mm-hmm. um and it's got that um starts with ominous beautiful piano like um it's got that kind of like haunting kind of sound to it. Yeah. But then it moves into um, stabbing chords um, and uh, these left like runs 
um, over the keys. So there's like the stab, 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 and then there's the like running over it. Um, and there's a real sweetness when he starts singing Julia. Oh yeah. Um, and then goes into power vocals, mm-hmm. like just like you can drop between soft and power like quite easily yeah. in a song oh, yeah. super good range so that one range has mm. got a really cool lyric that i won't drop in but i'd say the only name worth singing it's not god it's you <laughs> i know that grab like sometimes i have to look up lyrics because i can't understand what someone's saying but yeah. i can hear that and just go no nah, that's that's <laughs> like it's not like a you know people say like oh god's the only you know god worship god mm-hmm. that's the name we all praise and it's like no nah, god's julia. got god's got nothing on you julia yeah and and this is my other note i'm just like <laughs> My my note about this song is like Julia with blue jeans on. Ever seen an ass so fine? You wrote <laughs> you write a whole album about it, um, and like I've heard different stories. So like some of, um, I guess like here's like another nice memory I have with this album mm, is like I please. Um, so it it had started off while I was pregnant and you know being like angsty and stuff, but actually like a few weeks ago I had the joy of. Um, going to Ellie Beach um, on holiday with um, my brother and sister-in-law, who are also, I would say, our close friends. And they also really love Moonface and Spencer Krug. And we were listening to this album and just singing. And our son was in the back playing Mario Kart. And <laughs> I don't know, it was just like, even though there was this song, the, this album that like had previously been like, me and my really like my darkest place here I was with like people I love the most and just singing it and it was I especially Julia with blue jeans on we were all just singing and happy and um nice. yeah Aww. there's the space oh, for that really too gross. in the album yeah. and um and yeah uh, I bring that up because we were speculating on who Julia is and I don't know if he has actually like um revealed it properly I heard two different stories mm-hmm. um so someone said that he said that Julia is just a really nice name to sing and it fits well into songs. Mm-hmm. Like you can sing it in a bunch of sort of different ways. Especially if, if you've got blue jeans. So ooh, gee, mm, Julia. Like yeah. it's the same vocal pattern. Exactly. Or inverted vocal pattern. And then there was another thing mm-hmm. where they thought or they recalled him saying that he just has like, Julia is like mostly a stand-in for like a love interest. But like there is this image of like, this woman just wearing blue jeans and just being like, hmm, it's a striking image. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know what is true in either of those. I could believe both. Mm. Neither might be true. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. it's um that one almost reminded me a bit of Tori Amos too. So it's got a big crescendo to finish, mm-hmm. and then he's singing da 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 to the he's singing he's singing a melody just like da 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 da, but not either of the melodies that his hands are playing. So his <laughs> hands are playing two melodies, and he's singing. So normally, normally when you don't put words on something and you're just singing along, it's you sing along to the instrument because yes. like you're trying to fill a gap where like you feel like there should mm-hmm. be a vocal. Whereas this is just like he's playing two melodies and his brain's just going, I'm just gonna go da 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 in the way in the way which like doesn't match either of the melodies there. George. Um Black is back in style. Hey, what a <laughs> trek, man. So lyrically, we gave the cities to the women. We thought it was the least that we could do. Whew, all right, you won me over. <laughs> or, yeah, all right, there you go. Yeah, so powerful vocals and piano. <laughs> It runs up the piano to the end, um, 
and it gets more powerful all the way to the end. It's only three minutes long, but it gets really powerful all the way to the end. Mm. So, uh, yeah, so that one. That one stood out for me too. Nice. Loved mm. that one. Yeah. Cool. Great one. Liam? Um, I also loved, um, love the house you're in. Oh, yes. Mm. So cool. Um, so this is beautiful. Once again, beautiful, expensive piano work up and down, real fast, slow, that sort of thing. But the line and just, oh my God. I regretfully withdraw my offer to try to improve myself. I sincerely believe the results would be a disaster. Oh my god. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that I'm is like, real. I'm like, no, no. I need that tattoo. Yeah. Line. Oh, yeah. That's the tattoo line. Yeah, that's the tattoo line. It's is like it? um, Homer Simpson, like, well, excuse me for having massive flaws that yeah. I won't work on or something like that. And I'm yeah. just like, yeah. yeah. But that is something that I do I that love about this album is like, there is this incredible piano, like technically really good music, but then just the lyrics can just like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm covering my face in shame right yeah. now because I'm feeling overwhelmed by how seen yeah. Uh, I feel. But yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, so we have sometimes where it's mostly me where I'll like pick one lyric out of the album and go, that's the lyric I'd get tattooed on myself. Oh, uh, yeah. George is like, George is all in on this one. Um, yeah, I'll go. get that one. I'll have it. On the, uh, do you remember when people used to get them wrapped around the top of their arm? Oh, yes. So, no. Oh, that, you... that was a thing. What do you mean? Where you have a whole sentence like round your arm like that. Okay, I don't remember those. Oh, like remember Bob? I, I was going to say Bob Wire from yeah, Madison. Yeah. I know the Bob Wire. Bob Wire, I'm sure. I, can say. I just don't yeah. think I don't think I've ever seen words wrapped around it. But yeah, yeah, so um, but I yeah. could I could have the those lyrics like, like yeah, excuse me, <laughs> I if I even try and attempt to work on myself, yeah. <laughs> it's going to it's... be worse for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Like, because I love the house you're in feels like it should be, you know, just love who you are. It's a self-love mm-hmm. sort of thing. You know, don't push yourself to be some, trying to get something, something you're not. You know, you've got to accept who you are. Yes. But then the way he tones that line is just like, no, no. I, I, like, that's a terrible thing to say. It's like, I yeah. regretfully withdraw. Like, I was going to try and prove myself for you. No. Not going to happen. No. So just, suddenly it feels like, no, you shouldn't do it. That's a terrible thing to say. <laughs> no. Just incentivize yourself. What do you yeah. mean? Like, what? But at least he's honest. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm gonna I'm just gonna quit before I fail. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Um and November two thousand eleven. Yeah, that was optimistic. That actually Red? I thought I, didn't... Was, I thought it was a breakup song. Uh, no, the piano. Oh yes, 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 yes. The piano's optimistic in that one, but no, absolutely. <laughs> no. Like talking about Lee he, he um, being with him is like leading a lamb to slaughter. Yeah. Um, and um, he repeats the lyrics. Because, baby, we both know we are both crazy. Baby, we both know we are both crazy. And he does that twice over mm-hmm. um, and he then repeats it later in the song but there's a big lift and, and I'm going to say an operatic mm-hmm. outro hmm. yeah operatic yeah. yeah which is just like that's the thing he's singing again is like he's so capable of doing all these different styles mm-hmm. mm-hmm. which is a single instrument which is really cool 
Um, dreamy summer over eight minutes. Mm. But hell of a long piano solo. Yep. Um, and uh, worth it. So it's got dueling parts that time, like the piano mm. parts feel like they're actually like at, at each other yeah, a bit more. And then, yeah, in that solo, like just hypnotic and really beautiful and melancholic. Well, he's doing um, really uh, low runs with his left hand mm-hmm. and then high duos with his right hand before the vocals come in. Um, uh, yeah, and before going into an epic piano solo for like three minutes. Mm-hmm. And he says... Dreamy summer got nowhere to be There's no reason I should feel like dying But you're the reason I'm here and alive either way So it's like, it's kind of the closest thing he's got to a love song, but also that's a lot to put on somebody. That is a lot. <laughs> it's like, which I feel like he knows. I feel like he yeah. doesn't feel like he's happy to be in that position. Mm-hmm. But it's sort of, yeah, it's a lot. Grant, yeah. any double tick songs from your I wish I can, I'll black and, um, black is black, black, black in style. Yeah. Which certainly was my double tick. And I liked it, the, the bookend of Barbarian 1 and 2 mm-hmm. split by, by, yeah, it's a really great intro yes. those top like, three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. And, um, so yes, it's yeah. like the lyrics, um, I never told you. I think he's just like something he like kind of, whoever this person is, his ex, I imagine, was like, you asked the town I was born mm-hmm. and I never told you. Yeah. And then, yeah, it comes back in the third, uh, in the third two, song yeah. and he whispers mm-hmm. it and it's really kind yeah. of menacing. And, but not in a, I don't know how to. Because it's about where she wants to be buried. Yes. And, mm-hmm. and, and. He says um, to her, like, where do you want to be buried? And she said, well, where, what, where is the town you were born? Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, that awkward. That raises the flag for him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. I don't know. In, the, in Barbarian 2, it sounds like he's sort of muttering the I never told you to himself. Like, I don't know. You to never me, it sounds knew, a little... I never told you. Oh, yeah, you and he's just like, like sort of like, fuck. <laughs> but it's like really, it's heavy. Yeah. He's really hammering on the keys in Barbarian 2. And then, like, hammering for, like, the first minute. And then it goes into a real soft mm-hmm. reprieve. Um, like, for the last minute 20, um, like, a really soft outro. So, um, and on that one, the um, vocals start before the piano. So okay. he comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, I that, but yeah. Yeah, he comes in. It's just, just a moment, but he comes in singing and then the piano starts behind him i don't think i've noticed that now i have to go nice. and listen yeah. to this album again <laughs> you're going to listen to it again anyway. yeah, yeah I was. there you go anyway any more from yourself george um oh i don't know i think we've covered quite first a lot violin. first yeah, violin i like first oh. violin sound like a concerto at the beginning mm-hmm. um so he sings in that one himself out there completely exposed Oof. to himself mm. it's really cool he plays really deep chords mm-hmm. that with really high trills over the top 
And so that was like a nice contrast. And then the outro is really twinkly. Mm. <laughs> That's the best word I could come yeah. up with is twinkly. Mm. Yeah. Like, well, they say tinkling the ivories, don't they? So yeah. he was twinkling mm. them. Yes. As opposed to jabbing at them, which he also does a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, so your, your chariot awaits, we've not covered. Mm. Mm. There's a beautiful piano work in the bridge there. That's like once again just up and down, real fast, real mm-hmm. quick, mm-hmm. nice yes. haunting melody. Yeah, really good running. Um, I, I got here the lyrics. We got way too close, uh, way too close, way too quickly to hopelessness, to which we are both hopelessly addicted. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, yeah. <laughs> got some un- unhealthy relationship <laughs> patterns by the sounds of it. Absolutely, but, uh, yeah. But then the piano sounds like a carousel, uh, which is really nice. Mm. I was going to ask Josie. We um, normally ask me, forgot. Have you ever seen Spencer play live? No. I assume Moonface. I probably hasn't toured in Australia, but I'm sure mm. he would have toured in one of his other eight bands. Yeah, no, I've never, never seen, never seen him mm-hmm. or any of the bands he's in. But maybe one day. Yeah. Maybe one day. Um, we're much, we're much warmer than Helsinki. If, cold, yeah. if, if down Helsinki too cold, oh, then he go. should come here. Sure. He's, he's from Canada, dude. Yes. That's proper four Helsinki, seasons. Helsinki would be colder. No, I don't know. I don't know. A little bit colder, depending on where he was in Canada, I guess. Yeah, true. Pretty high up in North America. Anything yeah. what you want to add there? No, yeah. I think I think we've done we them all now. We could oh, say, yeah. it's, it's only 10 tracks. Well, I say only. It's still like the 45 47. minutes, 47 minutes. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, there's a few of those longer ones in there that he, he you know goes off on his tangents with the piano doing lots of really cool things and long <laughs> long solos and stuff but mm-hmm. yeah no, I'm, I'm i'm good let's go josie ready final pitch from yourself mm. Moonface julia with blue jeans flawless yeah so uh in my humble opinion julia with blue jeans on by Moonface is a flawless album uh for the fact that it is yeah just technically really brilliant and Spencer Krug's voice, I mean, no matter what music act he's in, I'm probably going to like it. Um, just his voice is very powerful, but then, I don't know, he just, yeah, he sounds like a, a little little heartbroken white boy. And But I love that. I, that's, my, that's my vibe sometimes. You just got to listen to... A little. There's a lot of them out there. There's a lot yeah. of them out there, but <laughs> he's very and, good. And a lot of them yeah. do much worse than this. So. Exactly. Yeah. Without... Correct. That's probably better yeah. said. You know. Um, Jeez. It's yeah. A lot worse than this. But yeah, I. I just so. I find albums really like I don't often listen to albums from start to finish, but I really felt like this album really flowed nicely. Um, again, I, I think that at least give the first three tracks a go and you'll probably be like, okay, I got to listen to the rest now. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, especially everyone is Noah. Everyone is the arc. It's just like, okay, what's this guy got in him? Like this is <laughs> wild shit you putting out here. Um, but yeah, I just think it's a, a really good album for actually like what, whatever headspace you're in. I think you can move about your day and it just be a really nice album. And that's why it's flawless to me. Thank cool. you very much. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Should we go ladies first, George? Okay. Let's hear it. Flawless is a thumbs up. So, or not? um, as I said, piano, heart. <laughs> 
that was exciting. Curveball. <laughs> so um, I was really excited about listening to this album. I uh, love piano. I love piano rock. And I love piano like Tori Amos. Um, so I got really excited. And he is a very accomplished pianist. Um, which I was very happy with. And I thoroughly enjoyed the piano on all of these songs. Um, the way he mixes it up between tempos and the way he mixes it up between like range on the piano and yeah. doing running trills and um, then um, like doing the stabbing like sound and like so you can tell that it's modern piano it's yeah. not classical piano yes. mm-hmm. you can yeah. tell that it's like sure. a modern musician and it's like not 70s rock yeah. Yeah. piano um, so um, I have one problem with this album and before you all throw things at me (laughs) which you are going to throw things at me this album would be absolutely flawless if it had absolutely no vocals okay i can respect it um i really did not enjoy his voice okay (laughs) Um, okay. I didn't think, I mean, I'm not going to throw anything at you. Or, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at I'm thinking, okay, so if it was just the piano. Okay. So, um, yeah, really didn't enjoy his voice. Um, lyrics, though? I didn't enjoy his lyrics either. Oh. Um, wow. I, some of it I found quite basic. And so I didn't enjoy that. Like, just the whiny white boy thing, I mm-hmm. guess, like, that's been done. Um, so I didn't engage with the lyrics very much um, and I just kept waiting for the vocals to finish so I could listen to that gorgeous piano. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I could have a version of this... Instrumental. Just like an the, instrumental yeah. of it. God. Somebody could cut an instrumental of this. That would be amazing. And it's not to say that he's a bad vocalist. I just don't think it fits with the music. Um, I really didn't feel like his vocals like he's a great singer but I didn't think his singing matched the piano and so it was like a juxtaposition for me that yeah. didn't work but, so it's not flawless for me um but I am really glad that I listened to it and um that piano is absolutely phenomenal so um yeah I'm richer for that oh so good I'm you glad had you two instruments it. and you're saying that's one too many <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> one people too many stop with these two instruments 50%. yeah 50% of the Just, instruments yeah, 50% dog shit <laughs> <laughs> that far <laughs> well just about liam hello here we go here we go uh, uh Moonface. yeah so up. i am um, like i said i knew i knew i sort of i can't i must have put on the album first before i looked up anything about it and mm-hmm. listened to his vocal I'm like i know this voice yeah and then i went and looked up, i was like oh, i know who this guy is um yeah just i mean i talked about all the different parts that i really liked the variety of the sounds and the styles, even with just that single instrument, is really good. Expert piano work. I've got a friend who like teaches piano and is like a real expert on piano, and I wish she'd been able to join us for this because oh. she could. I'm sure she could tell us all about. I hope. I hope it really is good piano work because it feels really good. It does. But I don't know anything about good piano work, so hopefully well, it just is. Someone I know in Brisbane who teaches piano. Yes. This is like her favorite artist. Awesome. So, okay. Yeah. So it must be good. Yeah. It, feels it must good. be. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> right, I will return my expert piano work then. Yes. He's expert. Um, it's just so raw and open and exposed songwriting. He's got that beautiful voice. Sorry, George. Can't agree with you there. I love his voice with this. Uh, it feels like an epic, even only 46 mm, minutes. Like he yeah. goes through so much and so many different patterns of stuff. I desperately want to see him play live. 
this album. Yes. I don't, or just the, a piano, set of piano songs. I was like, seeing Wolf Parade would be cool. But if he just came out with just the, him, I was going to play some piano songs. I mean, that'd be so that'd awesome. Be so um, and for me, yeah, there wasn't anything that I'd take out or change. So yeah, I called it flawless. Woohoo. Oh, there we go. Okay. Grant. Yes. Final thoughts and a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Yeah. So never heard Moonface. Um, I think we've, we've spoken a lot. I love the piano and we were unanimous. I like the guy's voice as well. I thought um, that the lyrics were great. My challenge that I had <laughs> is that some of the piano solos were too long yeah, for I, me. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> oh, and and one more thing, I thought it would have been awesome to close. I like um, your chariot awaits. I thought it'd been awesome to close though, with um, black mm-hmm. is back is it is back in style. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. I really think that that would have just summed it up. And we speak, we speak about the closing, but great album. Thanks very much for for bringing yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks and for um, interesting um, takes on it all. So we are flawless. And thank you for listening, everyone. We've got Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we're Flawless AMP on all of those. So you can join the conversation, share or like our posts, or give us a rating. Every little bit helps us find more music lovers like you. As mentioned, we also have that Patreon, which is fast filling up. It's at patreon.com forward slash Flawless AMP. If you'd like to back us, please check that out and sign up. Uh, Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Yeah. All I care about, man.